Season 2, Episode 21, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism. We'll start with Mark chapter 1, verses 2 through 6. The message of John the Baptist. So, uh, I thought I would go ahead and start with uh, the intro to uh, episode 21, which is today's episode, and then go back and read the verses quickly from the episode before in the life of Christ, which is uh, in the life of John, in the ministry of John the Baptist, is where we're at pretty early. We're on episode 21 out of 184 episodes or events. So, um, anyway, I'm really enjoying this, uh, studying uh, the three passages today uh, in Mark, in Matthew, and Luke that talk about the same events. Just a few verses in each of those books about, about the beginning of John's ministry. I'm just really really enjoying this study. So I've got time to do it and so all right well this is season one this is season two episode 21 based on A.T. Robertson's Harmony of the Gospels for Students of the Life of Christ copyright 1922 and C.I. Schofield's uh, the reference the Schofield reference Bible copyright 1909. King James version of the Bible published in 1611 I also use the eSword app and the BibleHub.com uh, and app. Uh, episode 21, the beginning message and the messenger, John the Baptist. When probably, when, probably six months prior to Jesus' baptism, uh, Luke follows the accustomed of ancient historians of dating events by the names of the rulers. As the son of a priest, John probably was 30 years old when he came forth. And again, I just have to say that's huge. Until we move on in John's life, I'm going to repeat that each week, I think, because uh, this is all in the same part of, of uh, A.T. Robinson's uh, outline. So I'll group those together in it. This ministry was six months long, and well, six months prior to the baptism of Jesus. He had a ministry after Jesus, after he baptized Jesus, but uh, he said, as you probably know, the Messiah, Jesus must increase and I must decrease, so it falls off. And I, I just take comfort in the fact that he was wearing uh, camel fur and a leather girdle, a leather around his waist, um, and ate uh, honeycomb and locusts. I would, I would like that to be limited to six months or so. Uh, just, I don't know. I just, he was a unique guy. He would have been Elijah if, if the Jews would have accepted him, and I've thought about that a lot. Um, he was a unique man, and Jesus said he was unique. No, no man born of woman was as great as John the Baptist. Um, of course, that would be uh, excluding himself, as I, as I understand who John the Baptist is, the son of uh, Zacharias and his wife Elizabeth in their old age. All right, so 
I have to feel like I have to speak up. Um, but the six month ministry, we're going to take a look at it. And he, he, you say, how could he draw a crowd in six months? You know, uh, the 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 Messiah is coming. You know, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. That kind of screaming down at the Jordan River uh, got some attention, and it says that all Jerusalem came out to see this man. And I think they did it over a short period of time. They've been looking for the Messiah for 30 years since the wise men came. Since I, I think they still remember Herod killing all the children under two years old. Uh, 30 years prior, all through the hills of Judea, not just in Bethlehem. And so they were eager for the Messiah to come and save them from the Romans or whatever their thoughts were. Some some were actually waiting for the Messiah. Uh, we met two of them at, uh, um, at the uh, circumcision of Jesus, uh, Simeon and Anna. All right. Uh, trying to answer who, what, where, when, why, uh, where in the wilderness of Judea uh, beside the Jordan River is where he did. And they, the people came out to see him. They heard about him out there and they came. Everybody came. Herod came. And that's why he was killed because I, I guess it could have been Herod's son. There were six Herods, so it gets a little confusing. But, but Herod took his wife, uh, took his brother's wife, Philip's wife, and and John the Baptist pointed out to him that that was not really uh, the Jewish way. And uh, his wife took offense to that. You know the story. If you don't, uh, we'll cover it in the life of Christ. All right, for it is in the Gospels. Okay. So, there's there's a several, we're going to do jumping a little from book to book a little bit. But... Um, and I think I want to give you time to, to do that. If you have if you have a app on your phone, I eSword I really recommend. It's uh, it's free and it's Key James. On the phone it's a dollar ninety nine, or at least it was when I got it years ago. I use it regularly. I just loaded anyway, and I recommend uh, the uh, the Bible Hub app, which is free. And I just made that page one of my favorites on my computer so I can, while I'm studying, I can quickly take a look and see what Babel app says. It, it became my favorite years ago when I was teaching a bunch of junior high kids. And I said, hey, you go home tonight and say, when your mom asks you to do, say, say, woman, what do I have to do with you? You know, set the table. Woman, what do I have to do to you? Do with you? And, you know, they all knew that their mothers would take offense to that but Jesus mother didn't take offense to that and as I studied it in the Bible app it just seemed like the Bible app answers questions that I ask and uh, in their commentaries or or uh, whatever but uh, woman it was was a respectful way of dressing your mother back 2,000 years ago in Judea and she didn't take offense that's you know so anyway um, he was, uh, that was his first miracle, the wedding at Cana. All right, so I said we're going to read the verses because it's the Word of God and I think it's uh, worth reading. But I'm going to try to limit my commentary to none if that's possible. I don't know if I can do that or not. All right, so just uh, reviewing the verses about in the life of Christ right before the episode 21. We're going to take a look at 20. Uh, 
Mark 1.1, in the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. So that's what uh, Jesus was doing for the next 18 years after he was quote-unquote lost in J Jerusalem. Uh, he was about his father's business. Okay, uh, also from the last episode, Luke 3, 1 through 2. Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetrarch of Iturea, of the region of Trachonitis, and Lysanias, the tetrarch of Abilene. Annas, and I mispronounced his name a couple times yesterday. I did finally get it right, but I said Ananias, which I think there's a couple of Ananiases. One, Ananias and Sapphira, for sure, and I talked about them uh, recently. But anyway, Annas was, if I'm not mistaken, the, the father-in-law of Caiaphas. Uh, Caiaphas, Annas was uh, chosen by the uh, Romans, and Caiaphas was, I guess, in line to be the next high priest. But both of these guys were uh, involved in the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Both of them wanted him crucified. Caiaphas said it's good that one die for everybody. So, so much for my just reading these verses. But anyway, being the high priests, which is unusual because normally you just have one high priest. Anyway, the word of God came unto John the son of Zacharias in the wilderness. So now he's starting his ministry. Um, and just uh, one of A.T. Robinson's uh, additional verses here. Uh, verse uh, John chapter 1, verse 25, 26, and 27. And they, they the, the high priests and Levites, or the priests and Levites, came to John the Baptist and asked him and said unto him, why baptize, why baptize thou then, if thou be not the Christ, or Elias, or Elijah, or that prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize you with water. I think he, personally, I think he's kind of saying, I only baptize you with water. But there stands one among you whom you know, know not. It doesn't say it here, but it says it in other places. He'll baptize you with fire and with the Holy Ghost. And we're going to look at a verse that says that today, with the Holy Ghost. Uh, Peter said that, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, um, so he, he claimed not to be the Messiah. He, he it is who is coming after me, is preferred before me, whose shoes latch, latcheth I am not worthy to unloosen. And uh, John 3.36 is my addition here, just the gospel according to John in, at the end of the famous chapter, John chapter 3, probably if not my favorite chapter of the Bible. It's a toss-up between John 3 and, and Romans 8. But anyway, uh, John 3, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. That's what I did 48 years ago. Jesus put it this way, 25, uh, John 20. John 5:24 He that believeth on he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. All right. John that was that was Jesus speaking in John 5:24. This is John the Baptist speaking in John 3:36. He that believeth on the son hath everlasting life. 
And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. All right, so... Uh, All right, so I, I've already read the introduction to uh, episode 21, so I'll just jump right into it. Mark chapter 1, verses 2 through 6. Just more information about the ministry of John the Baptist and the message. And it is written as it is written in the prophets. And if you look these verses up, which I did in Isaiah, you'll see that, that this is the Lord speaking. The Lord said... Isaiah was quoting the Lord. Uh, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face. It's like he's giving instructions to the Messiah, pretty much, when he says thy, because the, the persons whose face he went before the, was the Messiah. Which shall prepare thy way before thee. And as we look, study, the, I think you'll see, I'm beginning to see that John the Baptist did a very good uh job of preparing the way for the Lord. Um, verse 3 of Mark chapter 1. The vo voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. If you had some guy dressed in camel fur and, and a leather uh, around his waist, uh, you, I don't know, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. It is the wilderness. Down by the Jordan River, it's pretty arid area, very far below sea level. But anyway, make straight his paths. You know, and, and it got Israel's attention. This was this was prophesied by Isaiah, those exact same words. So he got their attention. The priests, they came out to talk to him. He's preparing the way for Jesus. His second cousin, who I don't think at this point he knows who he is. He realizes him when he sees him coming to be baptized in a, in a dove is coming down from heaven. And God says, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And John the Baptist said, as soon as he saw him, behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Okay, Mark chapter 1 verse 4. John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. He didn't baptize... He baptized with water. He he downgraded his baptism. He said, I baptize with water, but they're one that comes after me that will baptize you with fire and the Holy Ghost. And that's the baptism that occurs at repentance and the remission of sins. When you trust Christ, which I did 48 years ago, I, I received the Holy Spirit. That's what happens in the New Testament. And my sins are as far as east is from the west. All my sins. What a good deal. What a, what a gracious deal to pay for all my sins, past, present, and future. So why don't I just do whatever I want? Because God is my heavenly Father and He wouldn't like it. And He promises to correct and to chasten and coach, if you will. And everything my wrestling coach did was not fun. There was not one fun thing. It started with 30 minutes of calisthenics and just grew from there. But we were undefeated. Ah, no, I think we lost one. But but we all did well in the, in the Dade County AAU tournament for under 16. It was a freshman team, and I've talked about it a lot. But anyway, 
he was a great coach, but there was nothing good about learning from him. But but being in shape, yeah, that was great. And uh, anyway, verse 5. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea. What a good job. He's supposed to get everybody's attention. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face to prepare thy way. A voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. And there went out unto John the Baptist all the land of Judea. That's a lot of people. And they of Jerusalem. That's all the leaders of all the people. That's all the priests and, and Levites. And were all baptized of him in the river Jordan. Some just got wet. Some may have turned to Christ. I don't know. There, some, A lot of them are going to. You know, I think more Jews came to Christ after Christ's resurrection than did before. I don't read anything about 3,000 coming to the Lord and, and uh, then another 5,000 after that, just with Peter's first two sermons. Um, Jesus said, you'll do greater miracles than I did. Anyway, um, verse 5 again. And there went out unto him all the land of Judea and they of Jerusalem and all were baptized of him in the river Jordan confessing their sins. And I, I would say that baptism should always come after uh, faith in Jesus Christ. Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. David was a believer. Uh, if, if I was living before the time of Christ I would have been Jewish as a believer. Look at Rahab the harlot or or uh, Ruth the Moabitess, or uh, Bathsheba married to the Hittite. Anyway, they came, you know, it's a big tent. Verse 6, uh, Mark chapter 1, verse 6. And John was clothed in camel hair, camel's hair, and with a girdle of skin about his loins, and he did eat locust and wild honey. Again, I think for six months. And he, you know, he had, you know, that give you energy to be screaming out, prepare you the way of the Lord, make, make his path straight. They knew what that verse meant. The priests, and they, they were interested in this guy. And they came and said, are you the Messiah or someone else? Uh, just to jump to Peter's sermon, because it was a note by A.T. Robertson, uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 38. I don't know if you want to turn to there, but if you do, do it quickly. Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent. And this is his sermon at Pentecost. So he's talking to people from 18 different countries. It's a pilgrimage feast. There's a ton of people in Jerusalem. 3,000 come to the Lord at the end of this relatively short sermon. It's only from verses 14 to 41. Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of the of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Now this is this is what John the Baptist was preaching about. About the Messiah and the remission of sins. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit that comes at salvation. So this sounds self-serving, but I just so happen to have an episode in season one. Uh, episode 77 um, 
that covers Acts chapter 2, which um, anyway, you might want to listen to uh, if you want to see what Peter's first sermon was like. All right, so now we're going to another one of A.T. Robinson's passages for this period of time, this episode in Life of Christ, which is about John the Baptist. Um, Matthew chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. In those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea. So now we're getting Matthew's view of it. And saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent ye, for the kingdom of it. I think he said both things. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom, that's a big Jewish word. We're still waiting for it because they didn't trust in Christ. The kingdom would have come 2,000 years ago. There would not have been the church age, the mystery of the of the Old Testament. The, the thing that just wasn't prophesied about was a Gentile. Nobody would have believed it if it was. But for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, the the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. So he's quoting the exact same passage that, that Mark quoted. Uh, Matthew chapter 3, verse 4. The same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leather leathern girdle about his loins, and his meat was locust and wild honey. So Matthew's pretty much recording the same event that Mark was. This is the first uh, episode where we've had three three of the Gospels. There's some of them where we'll have all four. Um, but, all right, so um, verse 4. The same John the Baptist had his raiment of camel's hair and leather girdle about his loins, and his meat was locust and wild honey, and went out to him Jerusalem. And went out to John the Baptist down to the Jordan River. Who? Jerusalem. Jerusalem turned out. And not only Jerusalem, but all Judea. And all Judea. And all the region round about Jordan. This was, this was a big deal. John the Baptist was huge for six months. And then his disciples said, hey, what about this guy over here? And he said, he must increase and I must decrease. And then he was beheaded. Fortunately, his parents weren't alive to see that. Losing a child in their 30s is tough. I watched my parents do that, as I've said before. Okay, verse 6 of Matthew chapter 3. And were baptized of him in a Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, you know, if they that doesn't save them, but but faith in the Messiah does. Abraham believed God and was counted unto him for righteousness. Blessed is he that worketh not, but believeth on him that just by the ungodly, his faith is be counted for righteousness. Um, to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Uh, Romans chapter four, where it says Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. In the New Testament, it says it in the Old Testament, Genesis 15, 6. Anyway, and were baptized of him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. Okay, uh, one more uh, take from the Gospel of Luke, 
on this uh, episode, this uh, time in the life of Christ, really in the life of John the Baptist. All right. Um, Luke chapter 3, verse 3. Luke chapter 3, verse 3. Luke chapter 3, verse 3. And it came to pa and it came, and he came unto all the country, and he came unto all the country about Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance for and remission of sins. Preaching not that his baptism was going to do this, but there was one coming after him that would do this. Jesus Christ, the one that, that the baptism that saves you. Faith in Jesus Christ. Bapti receiving of the Holy Spirit after Pentecost. Verse 4. Luke chapter 3, verse 4. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Okay, so all three. Uh, Mark, Matthew, and Luke. John didn't participate in this, uh, but he did write about John the Baptist. John 3.36, I already read it. Um, verse 5, John, Luke chapter 3, verse 5. Every valley shall... Okay, well, let me just read this quote from Isaiah that's all in one breath here. Um... The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Verse 5, Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways shall be smoothed. Remember that, that the 144,000 are going to be reading this gospel. So when things are really bad, you know, this is a comforting thing. As, as Israel's judged during a tribulation, which is sad for anyone that knows how bad the tribulation is going to be, but at the same time, they pass it with flying colors. Coach Allison's wrestling practices were horrific, but winning was pretty cool. And I wouldn't be talking about it if he hadn't turned me into a pretty good wrestler. And I came in second and got a silver medal and stood on the Junior Olympic platform and all that kind of stuff. It was really cool. Anyway, verse 6, And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. That would be Jesus Christ, I think. Uh, here's some cross-references that uh, A.T. Um, Robinson uh, quoted here. Uh, he did the work of looking them up. This is where the prophet said, and it's going to sound very familiar. Uh, Malachi, or as my wife would say, Malachi, uh, three one, chapter three, verse one. Malachi, chapter three, verse one. Malachi, chapter three, verse one. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom I, whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple. And the messenger of the covenant whom you delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Uh, another cross-reference that, that was referred to here is in Isaiah chapter 40, verses uh, 3 through 5. Isaiah chapter 40, 
verses 3 through 5, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 3, 4, and 5. Verse 3, the voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for your God, for our God. Who's, who's, he, who's Jesus? Who's he coming before Jesus? For our God. Make straight our God's path. Our God on earth. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we have a body, soul, and spirit. And when your spirit leaves the body, we're going to call your body dead. You're going to get a new one. But personally, I don't think you have to have one in heaven because God's a spirit and must be worshipped in spirit and truth. So the fact that you don't have a body in heaven, I'm looking forward to not having a body, not having a flesh, and all those desires that come with it that Paul talks about at great length in his epistles. But maybe we'll get to. Maybe we won't. Lord willing, it's up to him. All right. Um, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 4. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. I'm a picture person, so it describes the flattening of the earth. The the mountains are brought low, the valleys are filled in, you got a cue ball. But I I think it's a metaphor for the times. Things are going to get easier. Uh, with you know, with the Lord ruling and reigning on the earth for a thousand years for sure, and then after that eternity in heaven, in the new heaven and new earth, and that's a, so a lot of people going to be there over the six thousand years of mankind, and a lot of believers, and it's going to be a great, great time. I have total faith it's going to be awesome. So verse five here. Uh, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 5, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. And I am going to say adios, which means to God, and via condios, which means go with God.